Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living.
Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting with us today, joining us for our online worship service. It's a pleasure to be here with you all. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. I am the senior minister of this amazing church, and I just wanted to give a big shout out to Nicholas and our music team. That is a really, really pretty song that you opened us up with to realize that one thing remains, God's love never gives up or runs out on us, is a powerful way to start off this worship service. So thank you for that. As usual, it's very pretty and I, I feel inspired. I wanted to give a few announcements and then we are going to continue with our service. So today after service, we are going to have our Sunday Zoom fellowship at 11 a.m. You can get the link for the fellowship on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, and on our website. Tomorrow, we're only going to have the 1 o'clock um, U of H house party. Um, the 7 p.m. will be canceled because the board and I have our, our monthly board meeting, and it will resume again next Monday. Wednesday's meditation is at 7 p.m. It, it, it will be a Zoom as well. Everyone is welcome to join us for the one o'clock house party tomorrow and for our 7 p.m. meditation on Wednesday. You can get all the information and the link for those two on unityfh.com, our Facebook, pa uh, Facebook page as well. And also, if you want to sign up for our email blast, please visit our website. You can also um, Get more information about our classes, our events, and all of our activities on the website as well, which is, like I said, unityfh.com. If you'd like to schedule an appointment with me, um, you may do so by emailing me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. My office hours are Tuesdays, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you'd like to send prayer requests in, you can do that at senior minister at unityfh.com as well. Or if it's an emergency, you can call me at 313-515-3071. So that concludes our announcements for today. So let us quiet ourselves down and prepare ourselves to hear the daily word and for um, our opening prayer as we listen to the beautiful voices of our music team Sing surely the presence.
The Daily Word for today, Sunday, August 2nd, 2020, is compassion. The affirmation reads, I am kind and compassionate. Let me just say that again, and then I'd like you to affirm it with me. I am kind and compassionate. Together, I am kind and compassionate. And the message reads, Seeking to grow in compassion, I look to the example of Jesus. Gospel stories give many examples of Jesus showing compassion by demonstrating keen awareness of the needs and feelings of friends and strangers alike. I remember learning that Jesus did not turn away from social outcasts. He healed them and shared meals with them. His compassion fed a multitude and restored wine to a wedding reception. Upon learning that his dear friend had died, Jesus wept. Even when his disciples deserted him as he was crucified, Jesus asked God to forgive them. As I desire to grow in compassion, I know that my kind words and even simply my loving presence provide comfort. I listen deeply with my heart as well as with my ears. And today's scripture comes from Philippians, it's chapter 2, verse 4, and it reads, Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let us pray. So please gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. Exhale slowly. And allow yourself to bring your consciousness down into your heart center. Take another deep breath. And exhale slowly. Breathing in the presence and the life of God. As we breathe in and out slowly, we allow ourselves to be centered within the very presence of that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, God, the good omnipotent. And as you acknowledge that presence, allow God's peace to come forth within your heart center, filling you with a state of stillness and quiet, opening you up into a space of receptivity, ready to hear God's word, knowing that it is the Christ that brings forth God's message. And that wonderful Christ brings forth the understanding so that it settles down deep within our very being and allows us to walk in that truth, moving into a deeper level of spiritual maturity. God, thank you for blessing every aspect of this service, everyone who is watching. And in the mighty name and nature of the Christ within, we lift this prayer up knowing that it is answered right now. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us know our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. 
I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now as we go ahead and say our growth affirmation together, let your hearts feel the gratitude and the knowing that that affirmation is manifesting within our church. Even though we are not in the church facility right now, we are still growing. So let's affirm it together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled Touch the Sky, and it will be led by Laurel, and then I will be back with our message for today. Feet again, everything I am. 
That song just always touches me. Hold on. Laurel, I love your voice when you sing that song. It touches me so deeply. Just to imagine, I touch the sky when my knees hit the ground. When you give your life away, I don't even remember the words, but I found my life when I laid it down. It's just powerful. Thank you all. <laughs> I don't want to record it again, so I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> so anyway, that was amazing. And Lauren, I love the videos that you, you always pick the perfect videos. So just wanted to share that. I'm trying to go ahead and get rid of the crying. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I did have a funny joke that I thought was funny. So there was this um, speech therapist who was working with uh, a preschooler. And he was teaching. She was going with uh, over with him um, the letter K and uh, parts of the body. So she had him to make a sculpture of her using some Play-Doh. And so he was in the midst of making this sculpture of her, and she looks at it, and she goes, oh, hi, hey, that looks pretty good. Is that my neck? And she's pronouncing the case on He says, no, that's your chin. So he adds more Play-Doh to it, and she says, oh, so is that my neck? He says, no, that's your other chin. Kids are so honest, aren't they? I don't think I'll ever have any preschoolers make any uh, photo uh, Play-Doh sculptures of me. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, 
So we have begun a new month. This year seems to have been flying by, even with the COVID. It seems like this year has just been flying by. And now we're in August already. And so last month we finished discussing the uh, spiritual faculty of understanding. And we went through the series from knowing to understanding. This month in unity, the month of August represents our spiritual power of will, which is our, you know, your free will. And, but I want to do it a little bit differently since we've went so deeply into understanding. I want to talk about our power of will grounded in understanding, because when we went through understanding last month, we were talking about how knowing is the wealth of knowledge that we hold within our mind, within our very being. It, everything that we know and that we've learned becomes our wealth of knowledge, our knowing. But it's a deeper awareness when you move into an understanding of what you know. When you take what you know and you move into an understanding of uh, using what you know in your life, you move into a deeper level of spiritual maturity. So this month, we're going to talk about will. And I want to talk today about how our will is grounded in, under, in understanding. And the title of my talk today is Seek God's Will. And when that came to me out, you know, I'm always thinking about Jesus and how Jesus was an example of the spiritual faculties and how Jesus purified, how he regenerated, how he spiritualized and how he strengthened his own aspects and powers of the mind by meditation and uh a prayer. And that is what we are to do as well. So this um, scripture came to me that comes from John chapter six. And this is verse 38. It's the first scripture that I'm going to use today. And this is this is Jesus talking to his disciples. And he said, for I have come not from down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me not to do my will. I'll read that again. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And as I meditated on that, I realized that is, as Jesus be, it has become our way shower in the unity movement, everything that Jesus did, everything that Jesus said, like I was saying last month, pointed us to God. But here he says that he has come down to do the will of God. The will of God who sent him and not his own will. And I'm realizing we are here to do the same thing. We are here to do the will of God who sent us here. We are all here to be powerful expressions of heaven on earth and to move the experience of God in this world through our own body temples. Jesus, Jesus let God purify him. Jesus let God use him to speak the word of God, to preach the word of God, to heal, to manifest miracles. And even in his parables, his very life was an expression of God and heaven on earth. And that is what we are here to be as well. Jesus chose to do God's will instead of his own will. So he, he was sit down, sent down here to do God's will as we are, but he chose through his own freedom of choice to do God's will. He sought out God's will and he manifested it in his life. We are to seek God's will and manifest it in our life as well. 
So the scripture that I want to really work with, is going to be a couple of them. Comes from Proverbs. This is a very popular scripture. I've used it a couple times myself, but every time I go into scripture, I get a deeper understanding. And when I get a deeper understanding, I, that knowledge drops down into a deeper awareness of, of, of awareness of how to use it in my life and how to help others use it in their lives as well. And so when we go into Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six, this is the New Living Translation that I'm reading from. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Now, that's a powerful thing. The first part, now, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. I was thinking about that and meditating on that and how you cannot trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Unless you've had a deep relationship with God where you are loving God with all of your heart. Like the first greatest commandment, Jesus said, love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. You cannot fully trust and fully have confidence in a God that you do not know that you have not had a relationship with in a deep and, and gain a deep understanding of it until you know the presence of God that you are fully trusting in. And when you fully trust in the presence of God, you realize that you're moving into a deeper understanding, not only of who God is, but of who you are. That's what Jesus did. Every day, Jesus gained a deeper understanding of who he was and who we are. And that is what we are here to do as well. So when you lean and you trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Now, what God's talk, what the scripture is talking about here through Solomon, who wrote Proverbs, what he's talking about here is not to lean on your own human understanding. But as you trust in God with all of your heart, your heart opens up to a spiritual understanding. And then when you seek his will, seek the will of God in all that you do, then he will show you which path to take. Now, as I looked up um, the will of God in Charles Fillmore's book, The Revealing Word, it says, God's will is always perfection and all good for all his children, perfect health in mind and body, abundance of every good, the every good thing, including joy, peace, wisdom, and eternal life. He says he does not will suffering or imperfection in any form. So there are some people who say, well, this is the will of God that I'm going through this suffering. That is not the truth. God's great. It is God's great pleasure to give you the kingdom of heaven, not the kingdom of suffering. <laughs> That's just the real deal. That's just the absolute truth. We're not here to suffer. Now we can choose to suffer if we want to, because that's our freedom of choice. But we are not created to suffer. And so when we think about what God's will is for our life, even in every circumstance that you are, you are in, when you think of what God's will is in your life, it is in that moment that you look at the circumstances that you are in and seek out the good in the situation. Seek out where spiritual principle can be used in the situation, where spiritual principle is manifesting itself in the situation. Seek out the truth about God that is in the situation, knowing that as you seek out the truth about God, which is God's will, you are seeking out 
your will. You, the greatest, most powerful part of you that you cannot see is spirit. And we are here to move and breathe and have our being in spirit and use our bodies to express it in this world. And we are here to choose to do so. So you seek God's will, not that my will, but thy will be done, as Jesus said. And so once you do that, once you seek out and trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and you don't depend on your own understanding. When you go over to Proverbs chapter 2, verse 9, it says, Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will find the right, uh, you will find the right way to go. So God has the greatest plan for you and me had the greatest plan for Jesus, the highest ideas of good that we are here to manifest in our life, even in the experience of the uncertainty with the economic uh, situation that is happening with the United States right now, with the coronavirus causing all of these um, jobs to stop, business to just go to a, to a halt, even in the midst of that, God's will is still manifesting in our lives. It is just up to us to seek God's will and align our will with God's will in the form of understanding, moving into a deeper understanding, taking what you know about the truth about God, moving into a deeper understanding through meditation, through meditation and prayer. And the reason why we do this is because the moment you move into meditation and prayer, you align your spiritual awareness with the spiritual awareness of God and it opens up all of the multitude of choices that we have to make. So why do we seek God's will for our life? Because God knows what's best for us. Only the one that created us knows exactly what is best for us. And so when you seek God's will and you gain that understanding of what is right, what is just, and what is fair, and you will find the right way to go, you realize that as you move in that space, you move in that space in a state of peace. Instead of making choices, so a lot of times we come out and we make choices out of emotions. And right now I can understand how this will be the most, a, a very emotional time in a lot of people's lives. There are a lot of people who've lost family and friends. There are a lot of people whose, people whose lives are on hold right now. There are a lot of people who are stuck at home by themselves trying to understand this situation and, and stuck at home with no one to talk to, trying to maybe call folks, but there's no one to talk to. Can you understand that loneliness that can come over a person when they're moving in that space of feeling alone? But then when you seek God's will, even in the midst of that loneliness, there's a peace that can come over you that can draw out a joy, that can draw out a space of understanding that you are never alone. And you can choose to live off that choice. Choose to believe that you are never alone. See, will 
is putting into manifesta manifestation and putting into action that which you trust and have confidence in. That's what will is. So in those moments that we feel lonely, all of us at some point or another can sit and feel lonely or feel distressed or feel um, disenchanted by what's going on or just feel uh, melancholy. In those moments, that is when it is best to seek God's will. Don't make decisions on your own understanding because in that space, your understanding is coming from a, a space where you're uh, focused on the third dimensional realm of separation and limitation. And that's what's making you feel and uh, feel the ex experience of loneliness and sadness and depression and distress. And in those spaces, it is it's best to seek God's will so that God can bring forth the truth in your situation that you are not alone, that you are prosperous, that God is always there with you, that God is your foundation. And when you understand that deeply, the choices that you make from that foundation will be choices made out of peace and will cause a peace inside of you beyond all understanding. Beyond all understanding. I heard the I read this uh, article where this guy was complaining because his sister and her husband are always um, praying about every single thing. And actually, I do the same thing. I, I do my best not to move on anything, even my talks, unless I hear God. So I walk around asking God, what is your will? What is it that you want me to talk on? What is it that you want me to bring forth today? And so the person who he was, this young man was talking to about his sister and his, uh, his brother-in-law, her, yeah, his brother-in-law said that, you know, the beautiful thing about that is, is that they don't seek their own way of understanding things. They look to God's way because they know that God sees more in the situation than they see. You know, every situation you look at, there are facts that are part of the situation, but those facts can change. There's a fact right now that I'm standing here in my dining room giving this talk to you all. But that fact can change. I can walk away. But there's also a, a fact that is absolute and never changes. And that is God is all-knowing and knows every single situation, every single fact that will not change that is in your life right now. And when you lean on that and ask God to bring those facts into your life, to bring the absolute truth into your life, in the moment that you're sitting there making a decision, it'll bring forth a deeper awareness of making a, the best choice that you can make when you turn that over to God, turn that decision over to God. Ask God to guide you through the spiritual understanding and let your will, which is your choice, be grounded in understanding. The spiritual faculty of will is our ability to choose, to determine, to lead. And let me make sure I got them all. Command. To command your own life within your own mind. The way we experience life is how we interpret what the five physical senses are experiencing and what we experience from our thinking in our mind. When you align your thoughts with the thoughts of God and let go of the facts that you see in the situation, you can make the best choice ever 
coming from God's understanding of the situation. No one knows your situation better than God. No one knows the situation of this world with this coronavirus going on in this economic situation that we are in right now, this big pandemic. Nobody knows greater than God what is going on. And I promise you that in every situation, God's will is still being done in that situation. It is our job to line ourselves up with the absolute truth that is God. That God is still in charge. We just have to learn that it is not the fact that we have to, sometimes we pray to move away from a situation when God strengthens us and grounds us when we move through the situation. So when you let your will be, not my will, but thy will be done, even in the midst of this situation, a deeper understanding comes on who you are in the situation. Humanity it's so amazing in this situation, the way we are loving each other and being there for each other and supporting each other and even financially there for each other. And all of these corporations giving financial donations and contributions to fight this COVID, everyone coming together on one accord. That is God's will that we walk together on one accord. God's will is being done in this situation. It is important for us to remember that. The other thing that happens when we uh, seek God's will is that we realize that God has a higher way than we do. God's ways are higher. God's thoughts are higher. And so when we align ourselves to God's thoughts, God's ways, you expand your consciousness and your understanding on the choices that you make Raise you up above the situation. You see it from a bird's eye view, like an eagle. Your, your mind soars to a higher ascension and vibration and awareness above the situation that you see it from a higher perspective. And when you can see things from a higher perspective, you can see God's will in action in the situation. And when you see God's will in action in the situation, you can open yourself up to Feel the guidance of God, the unction of God that's guiding you. So will works best when it's linked up with faith, where you're trusting and having confidence in God's word, God's truth. And then when you work in understanding and your choices are made, informed decisions made through spiritual understanding. But then you have to follow the unction of the Lord. And that is the zeal that pushes you forward. So when you're grounded in that understanding, that creating a link between your different spiritual powers can strengthen that power. It opens you up to a deeper awareness of who you are. Making our decisions by seeking God's will. And the other part of it is it moves you into absolute good and love, that you come from a space of love instead of fear. Like I've said often, fear is when false evidence appears real in your situation. But the one thing that will never be false and will always be real, not appear real, but will always be real is God's will. God. So this is the bigger thing. This is even a deeper thing. When you're searching and you're seeking for God's will, the only thing you need to do is seek out God. And when you seek out God, then what is right, what is just, and what is fair and you will find the right way to go. God is always guiding you. You got to be quiet. You got to listen. 
Move your will out of the way. When you, tr when you try to follow your will anyway, you become willful. Full of the human will that blocks your spiritual expression. When you move the will out of the way and make your first choice always, what is mine to do in this situation, God? What is your will for my life? You become willing. And when you become willing, God will prepare you to be ready and God will be prepare you to move in what it is that is yours to do. In this pandemic, know that God is with you. Seek God's will. And when you seek God's will, that means to seek God. And when you seek God, you look for everything in this situation that is good, absolute, and never changing. And that is you are made in God's image and likeness. You are here to experience and to express absolute good. The joy, the prosperity, and the very expression of God, heaven on earth, that is your will. When you seek your will, the good thing is the responsibility is off your hands. You make the choice, God does the thing. You make the choice, God does the thing. Seek God's will. Make your choice, God's choice, and let God do the thing, even in the midst of this pandemic. Do what you know is the best, most healthy thing to do. Follow the good. Let the good guide you. And as you do that, listen, listen within. I, I told a couple months ago, we talked about waking up and creating your day with God. When you ask God, what is mine to do? God opens up the path for you. God's path is for your good, for your hope, and for your future. Seek God's will and allow the understanding of God to come forth from the within. Link it with the faith of God where you trust in the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul and trust from the spirit of love. And intuitively you will be guided in the best choice to make and it will be made rooted in spiritual understanding. Let us do that. Let us meditate on these scriptures Proverbs chapter five, uh, chapter three, verses five and six. Proverbs chapter two, verse nine. And John chapter six, verse 38. Meditate on those scriptures. Let God's understanding come deeper into your awareness and wake you up to it. I won't say it's new because God's word is never new, but it will be new to you. Open your eyes up to it. Seek God's will and allow your life to be the manifestation of God's will, expressing heaven on earth, starting from the inside out. Thank you, God, for this divine word that you have coming forth right now. Thank you for preparing us to hear and understand and seek your word. Thank you for the deep spiritual understanding that comes forth that we can root our choice, our will in your word and that you will show us the right way, the just way, the good way, the perfect way to live in your will, not our will. God, we affirm right now, not my will, but thy will be done in our lives right now. And we open ourselves up to receive your highest good. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And thank you all for listening. I'm just going to let it sink just for a little, sink in just for a little bit. 
before I rush into the next segment. That's my purpose to seek God's will and let my will be God's will. That when God's will is done, there is nothing but joy. Thank you, God. And so now as we move into our giving segment, allow yourselves to put your hand over your heart, trusting in God with all of your heart, bringing forth the expression of love and generosity. And whatever love offering that it is that you have to give, bring that forth in your mind and let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. For those of you who are giving online, uh, uh, yeah, giving on, in the online on our website, you can go to unityfh.com, click the donate button, and on there you can specify how you'd like your love offering to be used at Unity of Farmington Hills. You can do it by credit card or PayPal. And also, um, like I mentioned last week, when you do your uh, uh, Amazon purchases, you can go to smile.amazon.com and proceeds from your purchases will be donated to Unity of Farmington Hills. For donations that are being mailed in, you can mail them to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And for whatever way that you give of your time, your treasure, and your talents to this amazing church that I have just passed my first year anniversary of being your senior minister in. Woohoo! I thank you. I thank you for every single way. I do. And so now we're going to have our next special song. This song makes me cry too. <laughs> it's called All of Me. And Lauren will lead this song. And then I will be back to lead us in our virtual prayer circle and our prayer for protection. I'll see you in a minute. from my arms 
able to hold it together this time but I love that song all of me when you think of how wonderful and how amazing God is like when I married God in 2003 June 14 2003 that's what my commitment was to give all of me to God and I'm still working on that thank you all for that song Lauren that was awesome the video was awesome and it just speaks to my heart. It really did. Thank you for that so much. And I hope you all are touched. I'm sure you all are touched by their songs as well. That They just stir the heart. So let's get ready for our virtual prayer. Think of those persons who you'd like prayer for, even if it's yourself. Call their names out into the prayer circle. And then I will... I'll give you a little bit of time and then I'll go ahead and pray. So God, as you hear these names being called out into this prayer circle, our prayer is thank you. Thank you for answering every prayer, every need, every desire, every problem. You are right there in the midst of it. We align our will with your will. We align our mind with your mind that any area inside of us that is causing the issues is purified right now through the power of pure love 
We turn over everything to you, God, and let your will be done in our lives right now in your way, your perfect timing, and your perfect order. Thank you for manifesting your will in every single life, bringing them uh, into their lives, their highest and greatest good. In the mighty name and nature of Jesus, we lift this prayer up, thanking you for blessing every name, blessing every person, blessing every person who prayed, blessing every person who gave of their time, their talents, and their treasure to create this powerful church service and to promote it for that matter as well. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And now for us, it was time for us to do our prayer for protection. Together, the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. And now for those, uh, I'd like to uh, just thank you all for every single way that you are you. You are there from the beginning of time to the end of time. There will never be another you. Let God shine in God's greatest way through each and every one of you. For those of you who are coming to the fellowship at 11 o'clock, I will see you then. For those of you who are not, know that God's blessing is always with you. Until next time, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the Senior Minister of Unity of Farmington Hills. My first year is over. I'm so excited. I'm going into my second year. It's so exciting for me. I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.